Are you looking to grow revenues, increase profitability, or obtain financing? If so, you came to the right place. Running a business is all about leadership. How do you become a better leader? Learn from the successful entrepreneurs and business owners how to lead your organization more effectively. That's why we created Leadership Live at 805, Talking Small Business, to help you succeed with your host, Andrew Frazier, Business Growth Pro and CFO and founder of the Small Business Pro University. Every Tuesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern, we're joined by experienced entrepreneurs and business owners who share their secrets to success via live stream. Also, every Friday morning, we release a new podcast episode. Either way, you will learn about developing your business leadership skills from our roster of highly performing guest experts. Leadership Live is one of the many valuable resources provided through the Small Business Pro University, empowering business owners to learn, profit, and grow. Find out more at sbprou.com. And welcome to Leadership Live at 805 Talking Small Business. Once again, I'm excited to be back with you every Tuesday night talking small business uh, and sharing valuable insights and information for entrepreneurs and business owners, just like you. Um, as you know, there's so many things you need to know as a business owner that it's impossible to know them all. And that's one of the reasons why we created Leadership Live as a way to learn from other business owners, business thought leaders and experts who can share valuable insights and information that will help you be more successful with your business. Um, today, I'm excited to have a guest, Alan Balvano. And, um, you know, really what we're going to be talking about today is something that is a challenge for many business owners, and that's payroll and HR services. Because, you know, once you, you know, many times you're not used to having employees. And then when you bring on employees, that can be one of the challenge, most challenging parts of your business. You know, also, you know, there's a lot of rules, um, requirements, regulations, and, you know, there's legal issues that you can get into if you don't do things the right way. So it's important to sort of learn what you need to do, but also, you know, how to get the information you need and how to make the decisions that you need to know. Um, so excited this evening to bring Alan on and really talk about what you need to know about payroll and personnel. So let me invite Alan on. Hey, good evening, Alan. How are you doing tonight? Hey, Andrew. I'm doing great. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to, to join in. No so, problem. Happy yeah. to do it. <clears throat> cool. So, you know, tonight, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, some of your areas of expertise and, um, you know, areas that were, you know, a lot of business owners don't really have a lot of knowledge. So um, definitely want to start with the basics and, and build from there. But, um, you know, before we get started, why don't you take a few minutes to sort of talk a little bit about your journey? Because you, you had a pretty interesting journey getting to where you are now and, um, you know, having um, your business. So. Um, definitely would be great if you could share that and you know some of the key things you learned along the way. 
Sure. Um, as you can see, I'm not a young man anymore. I've been in business a long time. I've been out, been out, been graduating college in 78. <clears throat> My background was to, uh, to do things with technology. Back then there was no PCs. I was a computer major, NGIT. Actually, when I went to, when I started out, it was North College of Engineering, then became NGIT, great school. And um, I got very involved with working with microprocessors, which were the pre predecessors of the PCs. And I always thought I'd be engaged in that industry. I got to work um, very closely with industry leaders. And I was actually in, in, um, in an industry that was growing up. PCs didn't exist when I started. And um, when I left that industry, they were pretty well established. I got involved with... Um, Laptops when when they were brand spanking new, I got involved with um, everything from writing code to uh, working for large corporations on a project management level and trying to help them navigate uh, the technology world, which they really weren't very good at. They're very good with IBM, but not very good with, say, Apple or some of the smaller computers that were out there. So my career is very, very interesting for me. Um, along the way, I met a man. Um, where we he was a graduate student and I was a, I was a college student and uh, we worked on a project and um, his name is Frank Baffa and he's now my partner. I know Frank since 1978, so that's a lot of years. Um, and uh, he and I have been uh, friends and working together ever since. Now he became an accountant and I became a computer engineer. And that's where my first business got started because every computer engineer I knew was doing things on the side because everyone had computers and know what to do with them. So we got a lot of work done on the side and did side businesses. And it's interesting when I when I thought was thinking about this about you know starting out, I was uh, I was 100 miles an hour running my my side business and running my working for a company. I had no spare time. I had no idea how to pay myself. And uh, Frank was actually doing payroll and uh, he's doing it with uh, paper and pencil. There was no no computer software back then. And uh, very quickly he made sure that I was drawing a check from this from his quote unquote payroll company that they were actually doing it with pen and paper. And that morphed into him getting software and being a pioneer in the industry. And then fast forward in 2001, I get laid off and I didn't want to move and didn't want to go to a different place. And I started looking around, but I really wanted to start my own business. So I've always wanted to have my own business. My wife didn't agree with me, but uh, she uh, agreed to uh, help me and support me in my dream. And then I, went to work with Frank and uh, I started a computer consulting business that lasted about a month. And then he hired me to consult for his payroll company. And then I'd say by September to uh, December, I realized that this was a really good business to be in. And uh, and I started as the uh, general manager, I guess, of the payroll company back in January, 2002. And had to learn everything from scratch, which was pretty interesting. So I knew the computer and the technology side but the accounting part, I didn't know very well back then. Still don't know very well, but well enough to get my uh, help my clients out, get my job done. I'm not sure how much more you want, Andrew, but that's sort of the very broad stroke <laughs> brush to get over that many years. Okay. I've been doing payroll since 2002. Excellent, excellent. So, okay, so no, I mean, definitely, you know, you've got a lot of experience in the industry, but you know, one key thing is, you know, in life, relationships matter. And, and be the same, be the same. Over, and over. over and over. Um, so many times they get to know you and you get to know them, and sometimes you end up doing business together like you, you did with your partner. Um, 
and we're still friends. I tell people all the time that it's very difficult to maintain relationships. I'm married now. Uh, we got married in 81, so we're, we're approaching uh, is that 43 years and uh, still married and still alive. I always say still alive because it's her choice that I'm alive. And uh, still have a friendship with my, my buddy Frank, and uh, he and I work well together, which means that we argue and we fight, but we trust each other and we have each other's backs and we treat each other like brothers and we both have opinions and we're both strong-headed and uh, we're both smart. We go back and forth and we come up with a solution and we, uh, we move forward. Okay. okay. Excellent. And, um, you know, and you, you talked about technology and accounting and, you know, it's interesting how in business technology is, you know, pretty much in every aspect of business nowadays and life. Um, so, you know, understanding technology you know, gave you ability to you know, really come into the business and, and do things. But, you know, how has technology changed over the years within your business? Well, when I first came in, you know, Frank has an, he's a CPA as an accounting firm. So I really wasn't worried about the running the payrolls at all. I had two folks on staff that actually ran the payrolls. My job was to keep my Windows 98 machines running. And I had a network with, you know, five computers and running a, a DOS-based payroll system with 125 clients was a chore in itself. Getting an update meant you got floppy disks and you stuck them in a drive and tried to get everything set up correctly, make the printers work and things would break and go down. The, the, the technology was, when we look back at it, it was so poor compared to what we have today. Um, and over the years, that's been one of my, the blessings is understanding the technology, technology part has been critical um, because, you know, not only has the computer systems and what we do change and how we do it, but really it's turned into a security nightmare. And so my job, a big part of my job now is making sure that I'm on the right platform to supply my customers with the right products and services at the highest level of uptime and security that we can possess and availability. And we've done that with our, our the platform we've selected is ISOL. They've been around with them for a very long time now. And um, and they've, had, they've achieved everything that I need in the platform. And that's where the technology concepts and understanding comes in because I was able to evaluate them. I knew when I first met them, these people had a great product and a great services and, and they haven't disappointed over the years. They, the only, the only hard part for me is they come out with so much stuff so quick. It's hard to keep up with them. They're always, there's always adding new things and, and it's just hard to keep up. But I, I, I'm, I'm very satisfied knowing that the platform is secure and that um, we haven't been through any blips. And so everything's worked well. Okay. And that's super critical. Make sure your systems are working so your other systems can work. Okay, excellent. And so, you know, you mentioned tech partners, so you can't do all your tech yourself. You know, pretty much no matter what business you're in these days, you got to partner with somebody. So that that's key. Um, but, you know, let's take it back to payroll side. So... You know, a lot of business owners, you know, they start out with themselves or they start out with 1099s or they start out with people under the table. Um, yeah, that's a, bad, that's a bad place for your people to be. Right. Well, you know, it is what it is, um, but that's why we're doing this. Um, yeah. So, you know, how do you know 
when you need a payroll company and how does that change your situation um you know what do you need to what do you what should you expect and how will that you know be different for you as a business owner so so as a small business i mean uh, having run pay medium when i was a small business we were a couple of employees um it, it was very difficult to um it would have been extremely difficult or impossible for me to try to do payrolls on our own or pay people that couldn't do it the only way that we could grow our business was to be paying people properly and take that that burden off of our shoulders. When I was running my own consulting firm, just me out of my house, I, I always paid my taxes late. I was always paying penalties. I was always rushed. And when Frank put me on payroll as my accountant, get on the payroll system. So what am I doing now for? It's only one person, get on the payroll system. And I knew how I had to have so much money in the bank and they paid the, the, the government, they paid me, everything worked smoothly. I was like, oh, that was easy. And it takes a burden off your head. So if you're a small business and just starting out, you have enough problems. Do not worry about the payroll. Put it on a payroll company. Speak to them, listen to them, and do everything above board. Because if something, I've heard, I've, I've had, um, we've had experiences with some people that have come to us where they had people on um, 1099s that they weren't pay, paying them correctly. Everything was going fine. The person got hurt or got laid off, and they went to file for unemployment. And then they said, no one's trying to report anybody. You're, where were you working? Well, they went and said I was working at XYZ company over there. And then the department, the, the, they were in trouble with the Department of Employment because they were getting paid under the table. So right now in today's environment, especially with the regulations that are coming out, it is super critical that you're using a payroll company to do these tasks to protect you to protect your employees, and also to free you up so you're not doing it. And you may think it's good to take your assistant and say, well, I'm going to have this person run the payroll for me, but that person's not generating any money for you. He has to avoiding a fee, and let's say the payroll cost you $1,000 a year. Okay, they saved you $1,000. That person is better suited to go get you a client or to talk to two of your existing clients and to help you solve your problem and how you generate revenue. Payroll is something you want to outsource. You don't want to do it yourself. It doesn't make any sense. It's much better to apply your resources in your business, especially when you're small because you have limited resources than to do payroll. We're so inexpensive. It's just worthwhile knowing. Okay. Okay. So when someone so gets on payroll, it's on pay Starts payroll. Starts payroll. Um, what is that like? You know, what what's the process? What do you have to do? Um, I walk through sort of how you onboard people and how how you get them to understand how it works and what you, what they need to do. Well, it always it always starts with a quote, but I'll tell you this: most important is that you have to make sure that the payroll company you're hiring is someone you trust, and they'll be there for you in the long run. You can always go and do things online. Um, if you're very capable, that's wonderful. If you never have a problem, that's wonderful. Um, I always look at payroll like insurance. Uh, you can buy the least expensive car insurance in the world. So you have a sticker in your car, that you got car insurance. But car insurance is only useful when you get in an accident. And payroll companies are useful if something goes wrong. 
Something can go wrong. You could do something wrong. Your employee could do something wrong. The government can do things wrong. We could do things wrong, but we are the ones that bear that responsibility to fix it and take care of it for you. So you can call us up and we take care of it. You call us up and work with us, we take care of it. And that covers more than just payroll because we're talking of payroll like it's everything, but it's not. There's human resources involved. There's there's um, 401ks and retirement and investment things. There's insurances involved. And we can help you in every aspect of that. Not only we can, but payroll companies can help you in every aspect of those things. Where typically, it's much more than payroll. So I would say that uh, that's an area that's extremely important to watch after and watch over um, to make sure that uh, you have someone by your side that can help you very inexpensively. Okay. Okay. So definitely having so definitely. people on, getting a little feedback. Um, so if you're doing, are you hearing feedback from me? I, I hear no feedback. I, everything's okay. clear. So it must just be me. So the process. So the process is you would speak with me or the salesperson or someone. Are you hearing that okay? Am I? Uh... Yep. So we, we would go through, ask you a set of questions. It could be as simple as how many people do you have that you pay on your payroll? Do you process once a week, twice a month, um, every other week? Remember, twice a month is 24 times a year. Every other week is 26 times a year, monthly, quarterly, or even annually. But when do, how do you process the payrolls? When do people get paid? And that's the first step to understand. Second step is how many states are you in? Mm -hmm. One state, two states, three states. And then we would ask um, how many employees do you have? And with those three parameters, we can come up pretty close to what your what your what your cost would be. And um, we have a you know, we have a set of forms you have to fill out. We will help walk you through the forms. They're really pretty simple. Um, there's some tax forms. There's some information we have to get you. We have to verify that your business is a real business. People do fraud. We have to watch out for that, which isn't a big thing. I know you all have real businesses, so it's not hard to do. But we have to go through that paperwork. And um, it probably takes uh, maybe a week or so. It depends on our how quickly you have to have it going and uh, and where we are in the process on our team, and we'll get you up and running. Okay. So, Alan, one thing that could be confusing for people is workman's comp. Um, you know, there's different ways to pay it. There's different amounts you may have to pay. Can you give a overview of what workman's comp is, how it works, and, and what you as a business owner should know? Workman's comp is an insurance that you want that you have to have in New Jersey. Every New Jersey company has to have workman's comp. Now, the, the owners of the, the – if you have an LLC, the owners don't have to be in the workman's comp, but your employees do. And it's really there in case your employee gets hurt at work. Uh, there are insurances that will kick in and help take care of that employee. Um, we have um, we have some alliances with insurance companies that would come in. I'm not an insurance person, so I really can't give you a quote ourselves. We're not going to do that. We would bring an insurance company or work with your insurance company that would go over not only your workman's comp insurance, but your your uh, your insurances for your, P, your your property and casualty, your own business insurances. Fire on the building if your if your business burned down, they would cover all those insurances, and the workman's comp is under that. Um, there's a couple of ways to report it. You could actually do workman's comp and you pay it 
one time a year to the insurance company where they would make an estimate. It's paid, it's paid, the rates are paid based on the amount of money that you're paying the employee. So it's based on their, their salary, the hours they worked, and how much money they actually got paid. So you can estimate that up front. You can pay the insurance company. And at the end of the year, they do an audit. And if they if they paid, if you paid them too much, you give your money back. If you paid them too little, you have to give them more money. But we have another way of doing that, which is called, we call it pay-as-you-go workers comp. And um, every time a payroll is run, the workers' comp is taken out like taxes. And it's taken out of your account, not your employee's account. This is paid for by the business owner and uh, comes out automatically. And that that cuts down on any potential audit issues. If you've paid everyone through the payroll company, you still get audited, but it'll be very quick and simple. All the reports are generated. They have all the information. Um, so that's really what we recommend. We recommend going with one insurance company. If you don't have one, we could hook you up with an agent. We have a couple that we work with. And um, we would set you up as a pay-as-you-go workers' comp insurance. And that means when you run the payroll, we send the information to the insurance company, give you reports, you see what's coming out, and they'll take the money out and get it paid. Again, taking another check writing thing off of your head. You don't have to worry about it. It just comes out. Okay. Okay. So, so one of the challenges for a lot of businesses, cash flow issues. And, um, you know, in small business, a lot of times your cash goes up and down. Up and down. Um, do you experience that with companies? And is there anything that can help with that? I think that scares some businesses away from doing payroll. It does. And um, it, it's a, it's a, just happened in the business. Now there are companies, and we can again we have resources we can point you at them that will do short-term lending to help you cover your payroll. Those things are you have to be very, very careful because you don't want to go in debt for something when you don't have the money coming in. So you have to make sure that your business is running fine so you can cover your expenses. And, and payrolls, not not just paying us, but paying your employees is one of them. Second thing we can do for you is that we have a tax. When we run your payroll, we'll either pay the government or we can let you pay the government. And if you choose you want to be late, you can be late. Then it's on you. But we'll produce all the reports and all the information. You can pay the government whenever you want. We don't recommend you pay them late. We recommend you get your money in on time and pay them. We take the money when we run the payroll. That's when we pay our. Pay That's when we pay the taxes. We don't want to miss. We don't want to have things laying around. We can't hold off. And I'm not sure that anybody else would either. I don't think ADP or paychecks do that. When when payroll companies run their payroll, that's typically when they process and pay the taxes. But there are some there are some um, um, benefits in paying your own taxes because you might be a monthly filer and not a weekly filer. Filer, but if you're paying weekly, we're going to take a weekly smaller portion and pay it off. If you're a monthly filer, you might be able to pay that on your own, but you still have to pay attention to that. I would strongly recommend making sure you're well-funded. And uh, I know I know Andrew's got people that can help you with short-term funding also. Um, that's usually when you go to a bank and you have a line of credit, that line of credit can be the buffer to helping you over a rough patch where someone's not paying you. But Andrew, you had a good talk on this on Friday, I think, all the ways to handle cash flow. Yeah, now cash flow is important and it can be a challenge for a lot of businesses. So, um, you know, like you I, will said, tell you, I will tell you this. I will tell you this. In pay media, when we started out, we had bad cash flow. So guess what? Alan didn't take home a salary for a bunch of a long time. 
or I go to my buddy Frank, give me money. I want to put money in the company. So between me and Frank, we were the cash flow. So sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes you have to make sure you have enough money in your own resources that maybe you don't take a salary. Yeah. And, and that's why it's so important to save. You know, Absolutely. even business owners who have been in business a long time, um, there may be patches where they need to put some money in. Um, or, you know, and, you know, you can also do do financing, but it's never better than to have your own money and choose Always to, use to have your own money. Yeah. So cool. So, OK, so we, we started out covering, you know, some key things. Um, you know, we're going to get into a little bit more detail and a little bit more on the HR and personnel side. But before we do that, I'm, I'm just going to um, run a quick commercial. Um, you know, we do this through the Small Business Pro University. So definitely helps to sort of know what the Small Business Pro University is. So we'll just take a minute to do that. And then I'll be back with Alan talking small business. Do you own your business or does it own you? Is your business growing and are you making enough oh. money? As a business owner, there are so many things you need to know to become more successful. Hello, my name is Andrew Frazier, the business growth pro and CFO. I created the Small Business Pro University for you. Small Business Pro University has self-paced, dynamic, multimedia learning experiences created by more than 20 instructors who are business owners just like you. Small Business Pro University will empower you to become a masterpreneur by learning the secrets to creating a successful enterprise to go from working in your business to working on your business. Take advantage of our strategic coaching program or just simply choose the courses that you need at www.sbprou.com we will empower you to thrive and not just survive and make more money in any business environment welcome back to live at 805 i'm here with alan and we're talking small business um you know we're talking about payroll and hr system and i know that i know there's all kinds of hr issues that could happen within a business but what are some of the common ones that that you run into and see see consistently well <clears throat> there's two areas that i think are important especially in today's day and age especially with cell phones one is timekeeping and how do people keep track of their time that they clocked in or clocked out which is important because that's how you pay them or typically right it's also important because that's how sometimes your your benefits like vacation time will work off of that and there's a thing called accrual so we have in new jersey there's a law you probably all know this about after every every 30 hours work you have to allocate an hour sick time for your employees so if you're not keeping track of the time, you don't know how to allocate that those hours correctly. So we can help you with that, or you can keep track of it on your own. But those accruals are important because everything is around people's time. And the second thing I would tell you is that it's important to know um, things like um, employees' emergency information. These are things you don't think about until an emergency happens. And when an emergency happens, you want to know that I can call someone, I can let someone know. In, in the 20 years we've been in business, we've had people get sick. Uh, we've had people fall down. We've had people, uh, had, we had a woman pass away. And, and, and when that happens, it may not be an emergency that second, but you want to know who to contact. Who did that person designate 
as someone you can contact and talk to. So it's in the, oh, very overlooked areas, emergency contacts for people. Um, you can go down and, and keep people's information on things that you give them to operate in the business, computers, cell phones, uniforms, that can all be tracked in the HR system. Um, we also track in the HR system. You can track in it uh, certifications people have to do. Maybe they need to be certified for CPR or a certain test or certain uh, certain level of expertise within the business that you're working. Now, if you have three employees, maybe it's not a big deal, but if you have 50 employees, you might wanna know which which person is certified and has, has the proper uh, classes taken to do XYZ project. And you can put that in your in your HR system, be able to look them up and know what it is. So your HR system will, will also be your accruals, as I said, for vacation and PTO. When you have your time, time and attendance system integrated into the payroll, you can actually have people ask for time off and they'll be able to see on their phones um, how many days they have accrued to vacation or, or for sick time. And they can actually request that. You can approve it and it goes back. And now you've got a record of it happening and you've got um, you, you automated a system that you're doing maybe with an Excel spreadsheet and a piece of paper and a notebook, which is not very good. So everything comes back always to also being audited. If, if an employee complained that they're working overtime and not getting paid for it, well, you have overtime uh, calculations that can be put in the system will automatically happen. System can alert you when they're approaching overtime. It all depends on how you want to set the system up. And then our, in the time and attendance, I always lump time and attendance, HR and payroll together. There's even a scheduling system. So if you're trying to shuffle people around and fit certain um, certain jobs at certain times, you can... We have, there's a scheduling system that can be built into a system. So um, there's a lot in the HR side that um, that goes around how I'm managing information about my employees. There may be a there may be a tax form you could you could get um, help with because you're 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 you've got minorities hired or you've got a special work class of person hired for a certain area. There's a thing called a work opportunity tax credit that we can help you with. So there's it's important to collect this information about your employees so that you could help your employees and you can run your business effectively. Okay. So, so, so timekeeping. So now also that brings you to a little bit of your know, policies within your business. You know, you, you, know, you need to be consistent. Be consistent. And so, and so typically payroll companies, now, I'm going to talk about our company, but I know that ADP and Paychecks and all the, all the other payroll companies offer similar things. When you sign up with us, you have again, we have a, we give you an opportunity to, to create a handbook. No extra charge is built into the system. And we have a, we have a database of HR functionality. To, everyone should have a job description. There'll be written job descriptions for everybody. You can't measure people and you can't set the goals unless you know what you want them to do. And when you write the job descriptions, you might find out that I'm asking this person to do too much okay. because someone can really do five different jobs. It's hard to move around and maybe you need to reallocate the work or sign something out different. So yeah, the HR policy handbook is a critical book to have that describes how you want to run your business and lets your employees know what they're working under, the constraints that they're working under and how they can um, work within your company in a, in a profitable and reasonable manner. And it's very, very helpful to, to protect you. So you say, well, this is, we, we just had a, um, we had a new hire at our own company and, and, and uh, 
we were able to give her the handbook and say, this is the rules in the handbook. But what, what's your rules when someone passes away in the family? If my grandfather passes away, is that the same as my wife or my daughter or my son or my cousin or my mother-in-law or someone else further down the line? How far off can I go before I get the, uh, the bereavement? Do, is there any bereavement time that allocated? How, much bereavement, how do you do that? So as a business owner, we sat down and figured that out. You, you also figure out your, your vacation schedules. We have a schedule in our, in our system. Everyone can, we, we do it a specific way. Your company might do it a different way. And uh, that's fine. There's a company I know on the West Coast that has no vacation time and no sick time. Take any time off you want, just do your job. So they, they have to articulate that in their handbook somehow. And if people want to take off, they can take off, but they have to do their job or they're going to get fired. So, you know, you have to articulate these things in your handbook is your business practices that you're letting your employees know. And it's not written in stone. Mm -hmm. It can change. Mm -hmm. Now, I would also be remiss if I didn't tell you that it's a compliance issue with the state. You have to make sure that your rules are complying with the state's rules. And California is a very difficult state to be in. And New Jersey and New York and Pennsylvania are right behind it. So you need to under have someone working with you on a handbook that knows the laws of the state to make sure that you're in compliance. Because again, an employee may say something, not trying to hurt you, but that could cost you a lot of money. Mm -hmm. and, and you can do things yourself to cost you a lot of money, especially Absolutely. if you're not consistent about how you apply things. Correct. Um, so... Um, as the owner, of the, as the owner of the company, I have an HR. I have an HR. My, one of my one of my employees handles our HR uh, functions. When we were a little company, I, I didn't really. Twenty five years ago, twenty years ago, I didn't really worry about it a whole lot. I would kind of say what I wanted to say, and yeah, take a couple extra days off. Can't do that, boss. Now I don't actually. I'm very careful what I say. You know, the person may have worked very hard, and I want to help them out, but I have to be aware of the handbook. So I always ask my HR person, I want to, I want to say this to this person, am I okay? Am I in trouble? <laughs> what do I say? <laughs> and she helps guide me because she has the book and, and she was pivotal in writing the book. So I have someone to talk to, Hey, am I violating our rules? Cause you're right, Andrew. I can, I can be my own worst enemy sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So no, definitely that, that can be the case. So now, can I add one more thing to that? Sure. It, it, it can actually be, it can actually be, Difficult to understand the problem you caused. I'll make a name of Bob. Had worked very hard for you for the last two months, and you had you really happy with all the effort that they put out. And all of a sudden, something happened. Bob's car breaks down. You say, okay, take a couple of days, get your car taken care of. I'm not going to worry about your time. You don't realize that the other people in the office are upset with you because they don't go, hey, boss, we're upset with you because they take a note of it, and and you just you've you've caused a riff. They might even resent Bob. They might resent the other employee and you, and they're not going to tell you that. It'll come out later in a worse way. So you have to be very careful about what you say and how you manage it because everyone wants to be treated fairly, and we want to treat everybody fairly. And um, you know, it's just it's just a hard it's a hard thing to do to get it right. So follow the write down your book, follow your book, follow your rules. Okay, okay, and so when you're also dealing with things like this um you know you've got hiring you've got you talked about 
um, job descriptions, you've got personnel reviews. You know, it seems like, you know, it could be really overwhelming very fast. So, you know, getting helps helpful, but even just understanding all the things that you need to do um, when you're trying to run your business at the same time. Um, it's, it's, over, it's, it's, it's absolutely incredibly difficult. So companies like us, they all have a way somehow to do that. So in, in, in our, in our, I'm going to talk about our systems, not trying to sell it, just to tell you what we do. There's other competing products out that do similar things. Um, we have an applicant tracking system. It's a, it's a hiring system. So I like to tell smaller businesses, you have less than 20 people, but you're going to be hiring people. For you to go out and hire everybody that will help you hire that person is very expensive. If you just wait for someone to call up and say, well, you know, I know this guy down the road and he'll work for you, that 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 does work sometimes. But we have a hiring system that might cost, I don't know, $150 a month maybe. And they'll help you write a job description. They will help you post a job description. They'll help you in your interview process. So you're getting a person to help you do all this stuff. They can get interviewed. They can do everything online. And then we have a background check. I want to background check this person. We background checked the person one time, the apparel company. We couldn't hire them because they had a bad, they had a bad uh, credit rating. And the reason we were given is that if you hire this person with bad credit rating, they're more likely potentially to steal from you. And you have all these people. You're going to put your, you're putting yourself at risk if something happens because you had you have a person with bad background, bad, bad credit rating. Now, that was our choice what to do, but we had, we went through uh, the proper searches and we had, and we, we had to make some decisions. I'll tell you another story about, I just heard this from a friend of mine just on Friday or last week. He, he is an HR professional and he knows of someone that, um, that didn't recognize that they can't ask somebody uh, questions about themselves, like how old you are, are you married, do you have a child, how much you make. There's a set of questions you can't ask. And this person asked one of those bad questions and the person didn't get hired. And the person sued the company saying, oh, you didn't hire me because they asked this question that's on that list you can't ask. Mm. So do you know the list of questions you can't ask? <laughs> I do not. A bunch I of them. Not. Yeah, I, I know. And there's a bunch of them. So depending on what state you're in, they may be different. Do you have a, is that something you could share? It's nothing I share right now. But we I mean, have, we do have we have people we have we have we have a we have a system that will help you understand all that and help you go through that. We have training systems that can help you understand that. And I would tell you to have an HR professional help you, which is our that's why we have our applicant tracking system or hiring system. They help you through all that. But you can't ask them how old they are. You can't ask them how much money they made. You can't ask them if they're married or not. You can't ask them. The religious or you can't ask them all the normal things you would think you can't ask them okay so okay so then there's things you can't ask and you know the, the 1099 thing always comes up so you know there's really specific rules around what you know constitutes a 1099 person and what constitutes an employee and you know a lot of people just choose without really knowing what those really are. Um, is that something you could shed some light on? Yeah, the, the, I will tell you that right now the government needs a ton of money. And um, so they're cracking down on 1099s. 1099s was an area 
that's always been a little um, um, creative. <coughs> but if you're hiring a person and that person looks to you for direction and that person looks like an employee to you, they don't have other businesses they're doing that same work for. So if I hire Andrew to be a coach for me, um, and he's and he's the only I'm his only client. He only coaches me. They might not call that a coach. They might call Andrew an employee, an advisory directory advisory on my staff. But if Andrew can show that I'm really not directing his time, he's setting up meetings with me. We ask me a bunch of questions. He goes away. He comes back the next day with his work being done. I didn't direct him how to do the work. And he's got 75 other clients, or 10 other clients, or three other clients, and they and and they're paying him directly. He's not at my employee, clearly. He's now working with somebody and he's running his own business. Now, they're on the website, I would encourage you all to make take advantage of the IRS website for New Jersey and look, and there are typically a set of tests and questions that are on that site. And when people ask me, I actually send them a link to the site. And, um, and that's where I start out with and say, you need to look at this site and answer these questions honestly for yourself because that's the questions they're going to follow and look at. And some of the questions are some of the things I just mentioned to you. Like, does the person, do you control the person's time? Do they work at your site and only work at your site? Do, you know, in essence, do they look like an employee? But 1099 is a way that we just, we, how about, we just have picked up a company that converted older soccer coaches to employees. They didn't want to do 1099s anymore because they were directing their work that they only did one, they were only coaching for these folks. And even though they weren't, they weren't in the office, they were, they were employed like just so to protect themselves, they just made them employees and they're paying them. You can do interesting, you know, for this person's second job, there's certain things you can do on your tax side, the employer's going to pay some taxes, but there's other ways you can help the employees. And the employee is not going to pay too much tax at the end of the year because they'll always be able to get it back and they can work on that with their own accountants. So, um, really, it's, it's it's so important to follow those laws. And if you don't know what to do, make an employee. It's really the best thing. Okay. So the cost of an employee, of an employee versus the 1099. What's the cost difference for the employer? Can't hear your sound. Still think we're missing your, your sound. Um, give it a second. So hold on. Um, I don't know if it's just me not hearing your sound or if it's the whole, is everybody not hearing your sound? Um, but let's see something. Okay. All right. Well, it's, it's, it seems like you okay. Wait, I think I just heard something from you. Can you hear hear me now, Alan? 
Okay. I think you hit mute on your thing down below. On, on your picture, you should be able to see. Okay. Okay. All right. Are you seeing image the bottom left? Probably should have your picture and then it has the mute. Okay. Okay. Um, and and then also if possibly if there's a three dots up in the right hand corner of your video picture, if you click on that, that should allow you to unmute as well. All right, so we'll get this figured out. Okay. All right. So, you know, Alice should be back in, in a sec. Um, so, but, you know, I think we're covering some, some important stuff. Um, you know, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners and, you know, one of the key, key challenges is, um, you know, dealing with, um, human resources issues, um, you know, being able to hire people effectively, you know, a lot of times, um, you know, there's a process that you should follow. Um, you know, it's very important to have a job description. You know, everybody says that, but not everybody does that. And also not everybody understands what a job description is, but it's important to start with a job description. A couple other best practices when you're hiring is, you know, never ever hire someone on just one interview. So either you should be interviewing, um, and someone else with your organization should be interviewing them separately um, or you should interview them more than once. So you know, a lot of times I recommend, you know, you start with a phone screen um, so you can get a little bit of a feel for them. Then if you like them from that, then you can go on to possibly have an either a virtual interview or in-person interview. Um, but you know, having multiple um interactions with people before you hire them is important because, you know, one day they might be great and another day they might not, um, you know, you might find something out different or learn, learn some things that are, that are even more valuable. Um, so it's important to, you know, take the time to really hire people correctly. You know, Alan talked about doing a, um, a background check, um, you know, that can turn up some interesting stuff. So, you know, sometimes it can be, you know, it's it's worth the money to do something like that. And also something a lot of times people don't do is checking references. Uh, you know, that's a great way to avoid uh, potentially bad hire. So, um, you know, definitely you want to make sure that, um, you know, you're, you're checking references. All you got to do is asking for a couple of references call them. It's surprising, you know, how helpful that can be. Um, so, you know, reaching out for references is important. Um, and then not only that, if you decide to hire someone, you know, you know, how are you bringing them on board? You know, how are you making the offer? 
you know, the more formal and professional you treat them on the way in, you know, the more professional they'll see your organization as, and the more focused, uh, you know, they'll be on um, their job and take greater um, pride and responsibility in it. So, you know, having a formal process for, you know, making the offer, but also onboarding, you know, it's amazing how many businesses, um, you know, look to onboard people, but without, you know, they bring them on board without really any onboarding plan and just put them in a job. And that's really setting them up to fail. Um, you're setting yourself up to fail and you're setting them up to fail. So it's very important to take a little bit of extra effort and time to really bring people in the right way, um, you know, to make sure um, that you're, um, you know, um, you know, to make sure that you're, um, you know, getting them settled in, uh, you know, have the job description, have them know what they're supposed to do, provide them with the tools and resources they need to be able to, um, you know, to be able to do their job. You know, a lot of times, you know, business owners don't even always provide people what they need to do the job that they're asking them to do. So, you know, all that stuff has to be thought through and worked on. And I know you've got a million other things to do, but, you know, if you're going to bring someone on, um, you know, you want them to be productive as quickly as possible. You want them to, you know, deliver the best results possible. So you have to make it so that they can. Um, so, you know, you know, HR, developing your you know recruiting onboarding process and then even beyond that once they're there you know it's important to set up a performance management system you know with performance reviews feedback and other items so you know as you're starting to get employees and as you're starting to do more and more with your business you know there's a lot more that you're going to need to do on the human resources side and um, you know, if you haven't done it before and you don't have that experience, it's it's really important to get some help. Um, so, you know, definitely, you know, depending on what you're doing, there may be different sources for the help, but definitely understand that it's important to get the help that you need. So, um, so you know, really those are key things. Um, unfortunately, Alan's not able to get back on. It must be a, a computer issue or... Uh, but, you know, you know, he shared some valuable stuff, um, you know, especially about um, 1099, you know, about payroll, you know, some issues, you know, importance of, you know, really keeping track of time, you know, some of the key laws, some of the key things you shouldn't do, um, you know, you know, some insights about employee handbooks. So, you know, if you didn't catch the whole thing, Definitely, you can catch the recording so you can hear from him directly. Um, but, you know, definitely, um, you know, we're going to, you know, I'll try and have him, I'll have to have him back again in the future. Um, so I apologize for losing him. But, um, but you know, we're pretty much near the end now anyway. So, um, you know, a couple things that I just want to leave you with is, um, you know, if, if you, um, 
didn't get a chance to participate, um, you missed out on a tremendous um, small business power breakfast and conference on Thursday and Friday. Um, oh, hey, welcome back. Well, I rebooted and I switched browsers to Chrome as opposed to uh, okay, all right. So, all right, welcome. So, I've been sort of chatting a little bit about um, some things and giving a summary, but um, what I always ask the guests at the end is you know, since we talk about so many things, you know, what are three things that the business owners should take away with them based on what we discussed. Um, if you need a minute to think about it, or if you if you're ready to go, let me know. Well, I think one of the first things I think it depends on the size of the business you're running, right? If you're running a, a one person company, one or two people, the thing I would tell you to just consider this: Would you rather have your employees doing work that doesn't generate money for you, or work that generates money? It's okay to have cost avoidance, but sometimes it's not okay to have cost avoidance because you need to go out and generate the money as opposed to avoiding the cost because the cost will be done by a professional organization and will give you a better result than you trying to muck through it to save $1,000 a year. And so that's the first thing. In a smaller business, I'd say that. As you, go up, as you go up the chain, a lot of times, like in our business, our 12 or 15 person company, I don't have an IT team that works for me, even though my background was IT and I could manage a good team. <clears throat> I don't have that. I hire, as you said before, I hire an external team to do my computer management and make sure we're secure, make sure things work okay. So even for a little bit larger company, it's better for my time to pay them because I can't keep up with the way they can and do what I do. And as you get to a larger, larger company, the same thing is this, this outsourcing is critical for running your business because we can expand your staff. You may have two people in your payroll staff or your HR department. By adding our team and our software and the platform that we've got, you're adding like five people to your team. So we rely on a great platform. They provide us all the right services. You have a good team that knows how to work the platform. And um, you have a business owner that cares about you and has done it for himself, by himself for, has done it himself with his team for over 20 years. And uh, we bring a lot of firepower to help you. And you'll get that from most payroll companies. ADP and paychecks are different. QuickBooks is different. You're just buying the pieces. You got to do it yourself. Okay. So I don't know if that's sure that was three, but that'd be my biggest one. Okay. Sourcing is important. Okay. No, 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 no. I think that that makes a lot of sense. You know, a lot of times it's important to focus on what you do best and most profitably. And you know, and delegate as much of the rest as you can, either internally or externally. Um, so, you know, because at the end of the day, you, you know, you only have so much time and so much skill and expertise. So you want to go to your strengths and, you know, make different. So, um, so cool. I mean, I, I think this was, was helpful. Um, can I give you one more hint? I would tell you just from my heart. Sure. Because I, one of the things that, I found over the years that separates us from other companies, just in general. I don't care if you're doing payroll, you're taking care of a car, you're working on airlines, is that you have to care about the people that you're supporting, that you're working with. Now that goes for caring about your employees because 
they're people too. They have lives, they have families. They're trying to get their, their life done and straightened out. Care about your employees like they're your children, like, they're, like, like they care about them. Honestly, personally care about them. Care about your clients. Sometimes clients call us up and they ask us silly questions. I always tell my employees, if they weren't asking questions, they don't need us. It's our job to be here to help them. And they're asking you because they trust you and because they need you. Don't be upset with it. Ask them, help them. And I was just going through an airport the other day and I was asking someone at the airport something. And when I walked away, I felt in my heart, how hard is it for you? I think it was going through you know, the TSA check line there. You know, take your belt, don't do it. Like, oh, how hard is it to just say that nicer and with a smile? <laughs> you know, I know I got to do it. I didn't do it fast enough. Calm down. And that's, you know, that's what I would recommend to you. Can speak. Can sp so the back of our business card says flexible, reliable, accountable, personal. We pay attention and we care. And that and we care came from a customer. I'm with PayMedia because they care. Whatever your business is, care. Okay, great, great, great perspective. So, okay, well, thanks for, for joining me tonight. This is definitely um, helpful, um, even for me, because I'm, I'm always learning. Um, and, um, you know, this is an area that I could always get better at. So um, hang on for a few minutes as I close out. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll chat in a minute. So cool. Okay, so, you know, once again, you know, glad that we had a great session of Live at 805 Talking Small Business. Um, you know, Alan has a wealth of experience and knowledge and, you know, really cares about and focuses on what he does for um, entrepreneurs and businesses in the space. Um, so, you know, definitely if you have further questions or whatever, feel free to reach out to me. Feel free to reach out to Alan. Um, his... Um, LinkedIn profile is in the chat as well as his website location is in the chat. So, um, so, you know, once again, you know, taking care of your employees and, um, your HR issues is key. So, um, you know, always remember at the end of the day, the more that, you know, the faster and more successfully your business will grow. Thank you for listening to Leadership Live at 805, Talking Small Business. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and to the podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Leadership Live is one of the many valuable resources provided through the Small Business Pro University, empowering business owners to learn, profit, and grow. Find out more at sbprou.com.